Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to part two of our very special interview with Roger Miller of Tuesday at 7 on using the power of improv and creativity in your trade show booth to really make you stand apart from the rest of your competition there at the show. Here's part two. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. I want to bring it to another example, and I think this, this example might help folks understand it if they're not already catching it now. And that is, if you think about uh, colleges today and, and probably what this younger generation is facing, and that is, they're going, they're receiving an education, and then after graduating, they're kind of thrown out into the world, and, and we parents are, are telling our kids, now, go get a job. And they're like, okay, so how do I do that? And uh, like this trade show, we tell them, well, what's your stage? What is it that you do out in social media? And Jim, with your trade show university, this is a stage to deliver something that's unique. But the improv with, let's say, college students would say, what's your stage? I mean, you're, you're delivering resumes. You're talking about what you do differently, what you do well. And going might be to put an application to go into a place of employment and talking to a manager, right? But the engage is what we do to be remembered. It might be the follow-up. And, and it might even be at the at the point of the job interview where we, we want to train our kids about, well, what are the commonly asked questions for job interviews? If, if we train our kids to know what those common questions are, then they'll be prepared to respond to those questions, right? The better right. they are in, the better that they're trained to respond to the questions. What, what naturally happens is, is they become prepared to respond to the unexpected questions. I think the same is true with trade shows, that if you've got staff, and, and I don't think it's difficult for folks to sit down. As a matter of fact, I know it's not difficult because I participated in, in these sessions. But if we talk about the top 20 things that, uh, that we may hear from trade show attendees, and if we as a group were to come up with, well, what's an efficient way of responding to those top 20 things that we may hear? I think it'd be really easy to train your staff or your cast to say, okay, what if somebody says your product is too expensive? Then how would we respond? 
and if everybody's trained to respond that way, and then, and then all of a sudden now you've got folks that are prepared. And so if that's, if that's one response, and let's say that uh, another one is just like, well, it, uh, your customization would take too long. Well, how could your group respond to that? And if you came across the top 20 things that folks would ask, I think that you're pretty prepared to send people down to go and to engage the, the folks around them. I think, too, as folks are preparing to the expected questions, responses, mm-hmm. that what ends up happening is that on occasion, there'll be those unexpected. But when you're prepared with 20, 20 of the top things, believe me, I think that those folks become very prepared to respond to those unexpected questions as well. Now, remember, when I was talking about it, we talked about the stage, the go, and the engage. Well, when we go, right, we want to look and we want to listen. And that will cue that, uh, that next response. If somebody um, asks a question, and, and I think it's something that a lot of folks miss, is we, what we want to do is we want to look and listen to the people that we're, uh, that we're engaging with. Because both their, their nonverbals as well as their verbals are going to tell us a lot about that. I think a lot of folks in trade shows especially are going to walk up, they're going to deliver uh, something really quickly, and and I would say I think it should be it, sh- it should be a little slower. I think you should uh, approach, and I think there should be a look and listen uh, phase where we are reading the people that we're uh, engaging with, so we can learn how to respond and improv more efficiently. That's such a, an important point, and I hope everyone listens to that. Is that that listening is so important. I don't know how many times I've been at a show where I, I walk up to a booth and just from the look of the booth, it might have, I may have not ever even have heard of this company before, but because of their, you know, their literature or whatever, I'm drawn in and I have some questions and the person immediately engages me, but then rolls right into a three minute dialogue about every aspect of their company and their products and stuff. And 20 seconds in, I realize. Oh, this is not, this is not a good fit. (laughs) And instead of asking me and listening to what I have to say, what my needs are, and maybe tailoring that, uh, that response to meet my needs or, or cutting it off, whatever the case might be, he's going on and on and on. I'm just sitting there going, I need to get out of here, but I don't want to make this guy stop. I I don't want to be rude. So I right. totally understand what you're saying, that the top 20 answers, brainstorm as a team, man, that's fantastic to get everybody prepared so that they are not going to be blindsided. And when you do get those off questions, uh, those interesting uh, characters that come up and they ask these, these questions you've never heard of before, you are way better prepared to answer even those yeah, yeah, exactly right. And so what, what I'm hoping is that people, you know, in, I'm confident that some of the listeners right now are having some of these like flashes or like these epiphanal just going, oh, I guess I have never thought about it that way before. Uh, some of the trade shows I've been to, and again, these are some of the more creative ones, actually will have people walk down a hallway. Now, this is an enclosed hallway. And in that enclosed hallway, they might have a hologram or they might have uh, 3D, 3D things or, or thing, uh, 3D helmets that people are wearing. It may be that they're um, experiencing some things that might be in a rock and roll show. Maybe some lighting. It may be some, um, 
that you're walking down, there's a scent and, and I've, I've been through shows that sell scent and you walk into a dark room and there's a scent and people say, so what do you think? And, and stop. And I think that by participating in these creative shows that by taking a few of those aspects and bringing it to all shows, that all of a sudden you're engaging folks in a whole new way. Um, Imagine that you're in, in, in a kind of a, uh, you know, a traditional show, right? And, and, but you've got a memorable booth or, or what you're doing is maybe taking folks through this short tour through a hallway or um, something that's, that's, that's very different from the other things. And sometimes maybe the folks will just step up next to folks that may look perplexed and just say, what do you think? And then just with very purposeful silence, looking and listening to their response, very different. And it's, it's harnessing those tenets of improv. You're teaching those folks how to respond to the top 20 questions, which is going to be like 95% of everything that comes their way. And by preparing them for those top 20 questions, you probably didn't realize it, but you've just really prepared them to answer the unexpected questions as well. And, uh, and by doing so, you've just separated yourself from all those folks that step out to give their 15-minute elevator or 15-second elevator speech or response, and you've just separated yourself from everybody else on, on the show floor. First, from being memorable. Second, from training your cast in the attendance of improv and kind of taking that traditional theater and saying, I'm going to break that fourth wall and I'm going to engage those folks that are, uh, that are around us. I mean, I, I, I think when folks, when they see it or when they imagine or when they brainstorm it with a group, that they find out that the investment and the time that they put into the trade show, that it's going to be uh, a great payoff for their company and their growth. Love, love, love this stuff. This is, this is really unique. It's really creative. And it's getting my mind just really spinning as to what are, what are some of the possibilities. Uh, yeah. Now I know for me, I have no problem going out and and doing things that are a little bit different and getting people's attention at a trade show. But I have some people that I work with and have worked with over the years that are not that way. They're more introverts. They're they're not that over the top or or what they would create call themselves. They probably don't consider themselves very creative. Um, or even if you think about a maybe a small business. And they have one person who's going to work that show. Maybe it's just a small ten by ten booth, where they don't have uh, they don't have a huge budget. They don't have a lot of expansive area to create that big immersive experience. But yeah. I think what you gave us that that top twenty questions is a great first start. Is there any other tips that you would give to to that person or to an introvert on how they can kind of get out of their shell a little bit or use these tips about improv to make their trade show a little more effective? Uh, well, that's an exciting question. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of folks say it's kind of like a light switch that that goes on at times and that is uh finding finding that right space where an introvert can then become more extroverted or or more open what i would say is first of all that that probably requires a little bit of training but there is something that i think might be a uh, might be a little bit of a, of a trick and i've heard of some folks that say that, and I had talked about business as theater, right? And, and we talked about 
the Allstate guy is mayhem. And I'm just using that because he's familiar, not because sure. we want to franchise that idea <laughs> or even borrow from it. We're just saying, okay, so this is mayhem. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, you know, something that I think is, is kind of cool. So my wife, Beth, used to work at Pizza Hut. All right. Now, this is when she was in high school. And at Pizza Hut, she would just serve serve pizzas. And uh, so when her name tag was Beth, I mean, she was remembered by something. But sometimes they had they had a manager there that um, was a little more creative, a little more fun. And uh, and what they did is they had secondary name tags, and she would remove Beth, and she would wear the name tag Sassy. Oh. And and we're talking at Pizza Hut now. She was not Beth. Now she was Sassy. And what was happening was they found out that people started to come and ask to sit in Sassy's section. And by sitting in Sassy section, I mean, and again, it was, I mean, believe me, you're not going to get a tip unless you have good service. But all of a sudden, now you just shifted. Beth may be introverted and Sassy may be extroverted. And so to take on that theatrical piece, right, is, is to break away from the traditional theater and just go, hey, this is Beth and this is Bob and this is, uh, this is Sam. Now all of a sudden you may have... Well, we've got Sassy and we've got Powerhouse and we've got, you know, some of these other things. And all of a sudden you start to create some uh, some theater behind it. But what I will tell you, too, is I've seen a lot of introverts when they were able to play a role, theatrical role. When I've seen them, I mean, I've, I've seen some folks pop out with uh, completely change their demeanor from introvert to extrovert. By wearing a pair of contact lenses like like change your eye color uh, i mean you, you can get eye color contact lenses for 15 dollars, and i've seen people change your eye color and and change their personality because they felt different because it, and and that transition i think uh, is a powerful one and so what i would say is if you can start to start thinking about business as theater and either by title or by small changes and and i think that you'd be amazed at how small changes can can move an introvert to an extrovert or give the confidence for somebody to say i'm not beth i'm sassy today and and funny how people want to sit in sassy's section at pizza hut as well exactly and and as soon as you said sassy I, I just got a big smile on my face because I could see just by changing the name and it's not just going from Beth to Betty. It's not going to another name yeah. and, and that might be enough, but going from Beth to sassy, that has a whole different connotation to it. To anyone that sees that is now you've set the bar for what their expectations are and you've given yourself license to do things that Beth would never do. Right. And, and and to be able to make that experience memorable and fun and creative and maybe uh, steer me if I'm if I'm going too far off path here. But if I am a small business owner and I am an introvert, maybe I give myself a, a new personality and say I'm on stage for the next three hours at this small business expo and I need to be the character. Uh, if you've ever seen uh the movie Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Alec Baldwin's character who is this really hotshot sales rep, really hardcore. And maybe this is what I'm going to channel some of that. So I'm going to give myself license over the next three hours to be more of that, even though it's not really me. But it's I'm going to blend me with that to make my goals happen. 
Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, and I'm dating myself too. Remember Saturday Night Live, Hans and Franz? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know, but if, if I'm doing fitness equipment, having Hans and Franz there to endorse your stuff would be memorable. And oh, what was Hans great. and Franz? It was, it was a couple, a couple guys with a headband and sweatsuits with muscle stuffed in them. And, and everybody knew that they were fake. But right. they were memorable, and so if you're like, so you're Hans, okay, okay, I'm Hans, and well, no, you're not, you're not Jim, you're Hans, and and Hans stuffs this, and and it has to be campy and memorable, but you also have to be able to engage folks to start thinking about things differently. Now, Hans might not be the guy who's going to um, sell that gym that you know that hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment, but Hans is going to capture their attention, start that conversation. And then the other person might write the order. And so uh, yeah, you're, I, I think exactly as we're kind of talking through this, hopefully those lights are going off with people who are listening going, oh, okay, now I get that. Oh, yeah, I, I, I understand how we could take something boring and, and try to add a little bit of excitement again. When I talk about stage, go and engage, that's how I kind of, that's how I've been teaching improv for years. But I think it, I think when people hear it enough and they start to think about it and you sit down in a, in a creative, uh, a creative think tank and you start to throw stuff out there that people start to, to realize what that means. And yeah, I do mean stage. If, if everybody's on the show floor and everybody's at the exact same level, I say bring a box that's about six foot or six inches tall and stand on it. That's exact. Stand on it. So you're six inches above everybody else. This isn't, this isn't the, boardroom let's sit the chairs up um so i'm sitting in a, in a taller chair although there's probably something to that as well but i'm talking about a stage floor get a little box six inches tall so when you stand there you're taller than everybody else so there's a stage and if you have a memorable character on that stage you're going to be seen from afar and it's, it's kind of funny how you just kind of take a few of those aspects of theater business as theater and then take the actions of improv and when you put them together there's people that can walk away and say, I remembered this small business company because they did something that the others didn't. And they'll walk away wanting more and, and calling you back. I could definitely see that happening. I could definitely see the results just changing for companies that are willing to go out there and say, you know what? All right, let's take a look at our company. Let's take a look at this as a theater. And how can we stage our booth? How can we do it differently? It might not be so over the top, but enough to create that difference, to create that memorable difference between you and the competitors and the other people at the show, the other booths at the show. That's fantastic. You know, so you've got that, you've got the stage, the go, the engage. Something you mentioned a little bit earlier, and I just want to touch on this and maybe get, get your additional thoughts on it, is you brought up uh, the, the idea of BMW being at the auto show and then having in not really selling but uh have being able to sign up for an experience that isn't even at the show but it gets people excited oh my gosh i have an opportunity to race a bmw in a huge course i, I would never get that opportunity anywhere else now that mm-hmm. engagement is happening afterwards it's not yeah. at the show but you're still you're creating the excitement and then you're continuing that excitement and creating that that special one of a kind engagement outside the show. So, I, and I, I love that because every company has the opportunity to do that. You don't have to be BMW. You don't have to rent an airport <laughs> to do that. 
you just have to be memorable and meaningful and give people an experience uh, that you can even be business to business related that is going above and beyond and that could turn someone into a really significant customer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And and if if the trade show is to make that uh, make that connection, right, that that step one, and depending upon what it is that you're that you're promoting, it's well, how do we get them to step two? And step two might not be to buy. Is a, is a fact. I mean, if you're talking about a BMW, you're talking about expensive equipment. Step two is just continuing that conversation. And, and that engagement may be a two-step or a three-step process. How do you get them from step one to step two? And you're approximating them or you're, you're setting down these stepping stones to say, you know what, I, mean, I could picture us talking more. And it might even be, we need to compare notes here because during that engagement, I think very often you realize there's some, some mutual benefit in connecting with, uh, with folks. We want to connect so that you can learn more about us, but I want to learn a little bit more about you too. And, and I think that uh, uh, finding a way to step, put down those stepping stones and say, okay, we're, it may not be trade show to $100,000 sale, maybe trade show to getting them to, into uh, the BMW. Totally understand that. Yeah, you got to take those, might call it a baby step or, or mm-hmm. take them from one step and get them through your sales process in a natural way that they want to go. They want to take that next step with you because that, that the first step, that engagement, you were right on, you connected, and now you got them to the next step and they want to go to the next step with you because they're making that connection and they see the value of what you bring to them. Outstanding, outstanding stuff. I just love what you brought here. And Roger, today you have, at the beginning, you said, this was going to go in a, a direction that I wasn't expecting. Either of us were expecting. I think we've definitely succeeded there. <laughs> I have yeah, loved absolutely. this conversation. So why don't you, let's let's wrap this up. Let's bring it home. Uh, why don't you give people a couple of key takeaways? What do you want them to take away from this uh, from this episode today? Yeah, for those who may have been listening from the very beginning, I think that uh, if you were to walk away with only a couple things. I think if you start to uh, envision envision business as theater, business as theater, and start to think about memorable characters, um, maybe redefining uh, your Sam's and your Jim's and creating those uh, those characters that can engage your audience. I think that's that's one business as theater, but in doing so. As soon as you make that transition and then all of a sudden you can take your your marketing or your salespeople and start to redefine them. And I think words, words change worlds. And so I think as soon as you start to say, well, okay, this isn't our sales and our marketing staff because everybody has sales marketing staff, but this is our cast and, and this is how we've trained them to improv and improv well. And again, that's breaking the, the traditional fourth wall that that wall that separates an audience from the actors and you break that fourth wall all the time and then you uh, you just you make the stage go engage part of your everyday life and once you do that i think that you've changed the entire culture and and companies that do that whether they're big or they or they're small they're the trailblazers in their industry and they're the ones that push forward as uh, as growth companies this is just fantastic stuff, and I'm hoping that people 
are really seeing how deep this is, <laughs> but how how accessible it is too. Everyone could do this. Go from Beth to Sassy if you need to, uh, but li- but remember, you know what what Roger said about c- creating business as theater, or looking at business as theater. Figure out how to train your people to improv, and it starts with really simple things. Like Roger said, go over those top twenty questions that you know that people are going to be asking train them so they get more fluid with their answers and they'll be better able to engage and handle those those questions that they don't normally get and then break that fourth wall with the stage go and engage process that roger pointed out to us and just really really outstanding stuff thank you roger i I greatly appreciate and i hope everyone listening really appreciates the creativity the new ideas that uh, that you've brought to to us today how can people if they want to engage with you they want to, to reach out to you what's the best way for them to contact you yeah interesting so i don't carry a business card and um I would say probably the easiest way to contact me is to go to Facebook or go to YouTube. Um, if you go out to the internet and you take a look and you just put in, you just search Tuesday at seven. And the way that that search is, is T-U-E-S. It's like the abbreviation, Tuesday, T-U-E-S, the at sign and it's seven, no spaces. Tuesday at seven. The reason why this is where I'm kind of sending my creative epicenters because this is where I, my YouTube channel and my Facebook live stream all happens at Tuesdays at seven o'clock. It was the, the original idea was, well, that's a time of the week that things are kind of slow and that people may have just kind of finished up their meals. And it was a time that many creatives were, you know, I think were available to participate and be engaged live. But that's that's where where folks can catch me. So Facebook or at you or at YouTube at T U E S the at sign at seven with no spaces. Once you get there, all you gotta do is, is instant message me. Um, and when you get there, click around because there's a lot of cool stuff. I, I go into this improv the stage go engage into some into some uh, great depth and detail on both those channels but I've, you'll also see that i've interviewed a whole lot of creative people from international musicians to special effects artists to comic book makers to painters and uh, and what we're trying to do is just connect a creative community uh, through that Tuesday at seven. And if you want to get in contact with me, that's the best way to do it. I usually respond within hours of instant messages on that T U E S at sign seven. Thank you so much, and I will make sure we put links in the show notes and at our website uh, for Tuesday at seven, so that you can quickly find that. Li- Click those links. And like Roger said, check out what he's already published. Some of his Facebook live streams are just outstanding. You will love it. Even if even if you are not a creative type, you're going to get drawn in by what he is doing and the message that he has for you. The interviews he's got, just outstanding. So please do check that out. And so, so we're, we're wrapped up here. Thanks again, Roger and everybody. Thanks, Go Jim. head over to our website at tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Or drop me a note at jim at tradeshowu.biz. Uh, let me know, is there anything that you're doing that's a little more creative, a little more uh, improv-like that you're already doing or things that you want to try? 
let us know so we can uh, we can put you in contact with Roger. Or we can comment on that, or maybe even uh, you have the idea of a, for a new show topic. We'd love to hear that. So thanks so much, everybody. We will catch you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.